Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% Get to it. Busy final hour. Rock and roll entertainment time. Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell and Sward Gentlemen's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram or stop by Bell and Sward's new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. Um, as predicted in the zone on Friday, I believe, Taylor Swift, number one at the box office again. Ooh, sorry, Martin's, uh, Marty. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, 31 million bucks, and Killers of the Flower Moon, second. With $23 million bucks, hmm. But if you look at how much you got per movie, <laughs> it's a lot. Because they're both like three hours long, right? Yeah. So. What would you think of uh, uh, Brittany Mahomes and uh, Taylor Swift's uh, handshake? Sure didn't. I didn't think of it at all. I, I mean, I, I could not possibly care less. Why are people talking about that? I, I saw a picture of Taylor Swift with uh, Jackson Mahomes behind her, too. Yeah, there was a lot of pictures of her with Jax Mahomes behind her. I'm thinking, um, if you're the Chiefs, you're like, could you just stand off to the side a little bit? We don't want you in all those photos ruining them. Right. I saw she was hanging out with Bernie Kosar pregame, too. But yeah, I saw that. Anyway, Christopher Nolan has praised Taylor Swift for her innovative approach in releasing her concert film. He says that her deal with AMC is an incredible less of her studios that are reluctant to embrace the theatrical experience. Taylor Swift is about to show the studios because her concert film is not being distributed by the studios. It's being distributed by a theater owner, AMC, and it's going to make an enormous amount of money, Nolan said. And this is the thing. This is a format. This is a way of seeing things and sharing stories or sharing experiences that's incredibly valuable. And if they don't want it, somebody else will. That's the truth of it. I applaud him for thinking outside the box. Good for him as a guy who makes movies. Uh, Last thing entertainment-wise, Tom Petty, dead at this hour, unfortunately. But his estate has released three previously unheard songs by him to commemorate what would have been his 73rd birthday, which is awesome. He died in 2017 at the age of 66. This is one of his new songs. It is called, Christian? Mystery of Love. Mystery of Love. The stuff that's been released is very, very bluesy. So I like it. I think it's really good, but I wouldn't say it necessarily sounds very traditional Tom Petty but it's awfully good there's another song called Help Me that's very bluesy also that I was listening to this morning anyway if you're a Tom Petty fan you get some new music even though he's passed on so I thought that was cool to see alright uh, if you like music we got some live music for you down at uh, Oaklawn coming up this week finally we've been talking about it forever Eva, but we're finally going to give away some tickets to it and that of course is Marcus King so let's go 661-1037 birthday time for Marcus King tickets Birthday Trivia in the Zone is brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill? Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. It's Elia's in Moralton. I didn't get to finish it this weekend, guys, but I did start my first Hallmark movie of the Christmas season. It's called Checking It Twice, and it's about a hockey player Falling in love in a small town. And, buddy, I can't wait to go home and watch the rest of it when I get some didn't, time this weekend. Didn't uh, Candace Cameron Bure decide she's not doing Hallmark anymore because they're too woke somehow? Yeah, there is another channel where they're, like, hyper-conservative, oh. <laughs> I think, uh, beyond that. Hallmark's woke. That's hilarious. Is it Hallmark that's doing... No. Hallmark usually yeah. does the Christmas stuff. Are they yeah, doing it early this year? Somebody started doing something that had some more liberal storylines, and it did oh. flip somebody out. Yeah, maybe it was her and she created her own little uh, network or something. I think that's right, Christian. I think you're on to something there. All right, Jordan, you're going to be with uh, Wes. Christian has line two. For tickets to Marcus King at Oakland this week, uh, 27. That's Friday, right? Not all at once. Yes. 
Yeah. All right, James, you're with uh, Kristen. Here we go. Uh, this lady's a TV commentator and legal analyst. Judge Judy. She's got very short hair. Legal analyst, not judge. Legal analyst on TV. Chanley Painter. No. Anchor. She's an anchor. Uh, uh, loudmouth. Uh, blonde. Uh, Great Band Sustring? Uh, all right. Happy birthday, Nancy Grace. My God, guys, she's the gold standard. 64 oh, okay. years old. Um, this guy's a country singer and an actor, no less. Dwight Yokel. That's right, Wes. Very good. Ah, good Welcome to the game. We How were talking about him last week. How old is he? Oh, he's in his... 65. He's in his 65. Christian? Uh, I think he's in his 75. He's in his 67. Uh, this man is an actor and a darn good one. He was uh, Van Wilder, and he was also Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan How's, Reynolds. How old is he? Uh, Ryan Reynolds is... 47? Yes, he is. Bingo Mango. Uh, this woman is an actress. She was in Solo, A Star Wars Story. Also, Terminator Genesis. Amelia Clark? And Amelia Clark it Daenerys? is. How old is she? Argarian? Yep, that's right. She is uh, 37. Bingo Bango. Good work. Uh, My turn to go first. This parody singer. No, it wasn't. You went first. Weird Al. No, he did. Weird Al is exactly right. Uh, Weird Al is how old? No, he did not go first no, on Dwight Yoakam. I did for Dwight Yoakam, though. I did he for Ryan said, Reynolds, though, so he probably should have went first. Yeah, he went Ryan Reynolds, yeah, and I then did. he also did the Star Wars school. Oh, you're right. right. Good point. My bad. Um, um, how old? Weird ass. Wes, Wes oh, you get, you get yeah, to go I'll first you the rest go. of the time now. <laughs> 60, 74. No. Uh, 69. 64. Uh, this quarterback was known for throwing one touchdown in uh, in college, and he won the Heisman. Matt Doug Cat. Flutie. That's right. Doug Flutie. How old is he? Wes, Doug you go Flutie again. Is Thanks for evening it out. Yep. Sorry he about that. is 61. He is. Bingo, bango. Woo! And last but not least, his Hall of Fame PGA golfer from Puerto Rico never won a major. Lee Trevino. But he won eight PGA Tour events. Puerto Rico. Best known for his uh, sword fighting display with his putter. Chichi Rodriguez. That's right. That was Chichi. 86. Chichi is 81. Chi-Chi is 65 and 23, 88. 88. Who got that? Me. He, did. he didn't get a bingo bango though. He lost by one. Uh, good job. Mm. Christian, if I hadn't screwed Wes on the uh, going first thing, you probably yeah. would have. But anyway, James, enjoy your tickets. That's that. Let me see. All right. How about that? We've got nope. the young and the I little I got a couple bit. things. Okay. Florida, Arkansas. Kickoff. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. in the swap. Let's go. I'm going to go through some Pittman notes at his press conference. Yes, please. All right. Yesterday morning. Wow, moments at UCA. Okay. Yeah, we'll be there in a minute. Uh, He's been in meetings all day, deciding what to do. They um, uh, feel like they're trying to do too much with the Enos offense. They're going to cut back. Didn't Clint say simplify? Clint's been saying simplify for five weeks. He did. He said they're going to simplify and do what we do best, and we're going to keep doing that. What is that? That's what they're going to figure out. So they're going to cut down on the volume. He said it never clicked with Enos. It really never did. This is not a move for any other reason than it just wasn't working. It's not a move that can save the season. It's not a move to to can the season. We've got a really good defense. If our offense can go out and function well, we can win. Uh, this one neighbors put in here. Coaching has a lot to do with wanting to run through a wall for people. We never had that on offense. We have it on defense. Who said that? Pittman said that. Oh. He's um, a lot of coaching has to do with enthusiasm. This from Pittman, spirit, and wanting to run through the wall. We never had that with Enos. Kind of another one. North Little Rock Mike says on Asher Record Live fan feedback, maybe similar to Auburn's situation last year when they let Harson go and Cadillac took over. The team responded to Cadillac and actually won some games. That's a good point. Our kids weren't as motivated to play as what I've seen in the past. You could tell how we took the field Saturday. I was on the headset going, what are we doing? We were in the game Saturday, the entire game, but it just not did not feel like it. Yeah, yucky. Uh, let's go inside here. Touchdown Club, brought to you by Arkansas Urology. Nathan Brown. Wow, awesome to be here. Um, f- first thing I want to do is 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 just uh, re-echo um, what Baz said uh, about the opportunity uh, that this club offers, um, and Rex obviously going through, uh, you know, highlighting and representing all the great football that's played in the state, not just high school-wise, um, which I, I actually had a conversation with Justin and Wes earlier highlighting how good the coaching is in this state for high school football. I mean, if you if you look from top 
7A all the way down to 2A, you talk about some really, really quality football, quality coaching, um, all those aspects. But then, on top of that, the most unique thing this state has is football at all levels. And so that, what does that allow? That allows young men to have an opportunity to play football if they want to play football. And, and what, what, a, what a great representation this club is for that. Uh, each and every week during the fall, um, you know, through good times and bad times for some programs. And, uh, you, you know, this is a consistent piece to that. And so that's, uh, that's, that's unbelievable. That being said, Dave, I'd love to give you all a hand, too, for the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Seriously. Rex, appreciate you all. David mentioned my family uh, that's here. Um, obviously, my parents uh, raised their hand. My father-in-law, Glenn McNatt's here. But these three standing right, sitting right up here in the front, which are a little close today, it's kind of making me nervous, uh, is, is my why. You know, we talk about in our program, what's your why? Like, football um, is, a, is a sport, and that's what it is, is a sport. It's, uh, it's entertainment. Um, it's obviously my livelihood, but for most people, it's a sport. It's a activity. It's something to give them means to an education at our level, right? Um, but my why to being able to focus on student athletes is sitting right in front of me uh, with Riley, Luke, and Jessica, um, and just representing them on a daily basis. And what that entails for them is re a really neat childhood. And so when I say a neat childhood, those two kids basically think they own Estes Stadium. Uh, they think that they run the show there. And that's great because I've got coaches with young, young children, I've got coaches with grown children, all parts in between. We go to put Luke down to bed the other night. Luke's up, upstairs at our house. It's time for bed. It's school night, right? It's not like today where they get to skip school and go listen to dad. They had to go to school. Well, Jessica goes up to put Luke down to bed. He goes, give me five more minutes on, on the PlayStation. And so you're sitting there thinking, why, what are you doing on the PlayStation? Like, I, I can't stand that in general, but okay, why? He's playing on his headset with All-American defensive end David Walker. They're in a battle on this game, and he is literally playing with four of my student athletes on the game. And so I'm sitting there thinking, man, like, how cool is that for this nine-year-old to be playing with maybe a future NFL player uh, in Division One college athletes? And then, and then you, 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 you turn the page to Riley, and what a sensitive heart she has as an 11-year-old. Some of her most emotional days that she has are on UCA football wins. That girl loves to watch those Bears win. She also hates to see her favorite players leave. You know, I've, saw, I've seen her in tears over the last couple of years because she falls in love with these student-athletes. And, man, uh, th this young man, he's moving on, right? He's graduating. He's got to go start his life. And she'll be in tears because she just loves these boys. And so uh, what, what, what a cool childhood they have. But that's my why. That's why I get to do this. That's, that's such a neat opportunity for me uh, to, to be their dad, uh, to be the husband, but also, also steward uh, a program uh, that means so much to me but also means so much to a 120 to 130 student athletes each and every year. Um, what a great opportunity that is. One of my goals when I get, to get the opportunity to speak at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is two things. I get a chance to promote and be an ambassador for coaches because that's what I am, and I get to promote and be an ambassador for the University of Central Arkansas. Um, and that's two things that I do not take lightly. Um, obviously, the coaching world, that's my livelihood. That's what I do on a daily basis. Um, my job is to win football games, but it's also to help young men win in life. Uh, it's also to help young coaches, assistant coaches, win in life. Um, along the way, hopefully we win some football games, win some more rings, and win some championships. But it would not be possible without the people that represent the University of Central Arkansas. Um, it's a special place. And you guys that, that don't know about it, or maybe you just have driven through Conway and know it's one of the fastest growing communities in the, in the state of Arkansas, much less the nation. Uh, you look at, you, you may drive by campus and go, man, that's a beautiful campus. But if you truly dig the guts of that, that campus up, you dig the guts of, of our program up, you're going to find that it's the people that make it succeed. Uh, starts with President Houston Davis, uh, starts with uh, Athletic Director Dr. Brad Teague, and then it, and then it trickles down uh, to our programs and our university in general. And that's what, that's what equals success. So I was sitting there thinking, you know, I've, I've been there since 2004. Um, this was a stat that came up this weekend in college football. Coach Mike Gundy 
was a part of his 400th game at Oklahoma State. So that means a little more to me this year because obviously we competed against Oklahoma State game one. Love to have that game back. Should have beat them. They're a great football team, but man, I'd love to have another shot at them. But he's figured it out since that game. You know, after that game, you're thinking, man, going to be a down year for Oklahoma State. Well, now all of a sudden they're a top 25 team. Coach Gundy's doing what he always does. But anyways, he coached his 400th game. Uh, not, not coached. He was a part of his 400th game as a, as a, as a player as a student, uh, as, a, as a coach, as assistant coach, and as a head coach. 400 games. So I, I did some intel on my career at UCA. Uh, had some people look up, how many games have I been a part of over the course of the last 18, 19 years at UCA? And we came up with, now I'm 37 years old, I'm not quite 60, Dave, but 218 games. 218 games that I've been a part of, coached, played, Many, many good times, many, many frustrating times, many bad times, but wouldn't take any of those 218 games back. I look forward to many, 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 many more. Um, one of my favorite quotes um, that, that, I, that I, I look at, and I look at a lot of quotes because, look, when you've, when you've uh, you, were, you were just mentioning, how do you come up with something to talk about year six? And, you know, it's not a question and answer session. Well, I, it quotes, motivational talks. You know, you watch a lot of things to help motivate your team. One of my favorite quotes is, pressure is a privilege. I mean, that means things are expected of you. Pressure is a privilege. That means things are expected of you. That's a special place to be, in my opinion. I look back to 2009. Let's rewind the tape real fast. 2009, some of you probably have heard this story. I've told it a time or two. But 2009, I was, I was invited to the 2009 Senior Bowl, um, going off of my career at UCA. Um, had the opportunity to be what was, quote-unquote, represented one of the top six senior quarterbacks in the nation at that, at that moment for that year. Um, so in the Senior Bowl, a lot of people don't realize, like, you, the, 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 the thing that gets a lot of the buzz and the press for, you know, 40 times, you know, meeting times, you know, all these things is the combine. Um, but the same, similar stuff happens at the Senior Bowl. So I was thinking about, man, what, what does pressure really look like? Well, pressure, there's a lot of different forms of pressure. Um, I look back to 2009 having a night meeting in the hotel. And so the way NFL franchises will do is they'll rent out a hotel room where the players stay at the Senior Bowl. And they'll take out all the beds. You know, they'll, they'll, a lot of times, like, like John Gruden put a desk and he had a little lamp on and he was the only one in there. So when you went in there, you're just walking in intimidated as can be. Some people have their, their, their whole personnel staff in there. Some people will put their logos up, all sorts of things. Well, we walked in, or I walked in, uh, to, my, uh, to my individual meeting with the Dallas Cowboys. Jason Garrett was the offensive coordinator at that time. Wade Phillips was the head coach. Jason Garrett had a whiteboard up on the, uh, sit, sitting in the room, and it was literally a couch and a whiteboard. No one else was in there but Coach Garrett. And uh, Coach Garrett's an offensive guru. I mean, he's obviously became a head coach, had a successful career at Dallas, uh, and I guess now he's, he's with NBC uh, as a commentator. Um, and he walks in, and you get 20 minutes. That's all you get. You get 20 minutes to spend with each, each meeting. Uh, and you're all, it's an invitation only. So I, I think I had eight or nine meetings with franchises that, that week. Um, not every team wants to meet with you because they're limited to the amount of meetings they can have. Well, Jason, Coach Garrett draws a, a, a graph, basically, basically splits the whiteboard into four sections. And he takes about three minutes and draws up four different plays. And he says, this is how I attack this play, this is this coverage, this is what I want on this play. Explains basically all four corners of the whiteboard. So I'm sitting there, you know, I'm sitting there taking notes as fast as you can, right? It's like, man, I gotta, I gotta try to learn this in three minutes. And then he just literally wipes the board clean. And he said, I want you to re-explain to me box two and how you would attack cover two. That's pressure. <laughs> but it's also a privilege that I had that opportunity. And you want to know what? I think I passed with flying colors. I had good notes. I went up there and I did the best I could. But what a great opportunity uh, to, to, to see how someone's going to react in a tough spot. Um, that's what Saturdays are. That's what football is. That's what, when you've got people that have a thousand different opinions, when you've got people that think they know best the way to do things, that's fine. 
That's their, that's, that's their job. That's what they do. That's their fan. That's, that's our entertainment. But pressure is a privilege when you get that opportunity. And I know I love that opportunity and pressure at the University of Central Arkansas. You know, one thing that people don't see, and this is the promotion of the coaching part that I was talking about, is the pressure is every day. Think about that. The pressure of being a coach is every single day. You see what happens on Saturday. You see the touchdowns. You see the interceptions. You see the wins. You see the losses. You see what you would have done better. But let me tell you what every day entails. It entails being a counselor. It entails being a tutor. It entails being a father figure or a dad to some of these young men. It entails being a disciplinarian. It entails being, having a shoulder to cry on for somebody. I mean, I've had two or three different athletes this year that have lost a loved one, and two of them have had to miss a game because of a funeral. You don't see that. You don't see the day-to-day pressure of it. And our job, in my opinion, and what I tell our coaches on a daily basis is our job is to show our players what it looks like. Simple as that. Show our young men what it's supposed to look like. Does that mean that we're easy on them? No, that means we're extremely hard on them. Does that mean there's tough times? Absolutely, there's super tough times. Does that mean that there's great times? Absolutely, you see the great times. That's what that's what is in the in the news. That's what's in the when when you know, on social media when things are going well. But the day to day basis is the true pressure of being a coach. And many of you in leadership positions it doesn't have to just be coaching. Feels that way every single day. When people rely upon you, there's going to be pressure. And so that's, that, that is the part that coaching becomes a calling. Coaching becomes a calling. It's not something that you just say, I want to do. Because if you say you want to do it, you're not going to be in the profession very long. Because it's, it's going to, there's going to be plenty of sticks and stones that are thrown your way. They're going to knock you down. Do you have the wherewithal and the fortitude to get back up and keep fighting every single day? You know, one thing, one thing that we have lost in college athletics... Um, that we have lost in life in general um, is the innocence, the innocence of sports. Um, you know, I, th- I think about this story, and, and this is a this is a uh, this is a story. I used to work in the summers for uh, my grandpa, and he used to tell this story. And this, I was thinking of a story about innocence, and this this, this could this there's this could be the best story of a childlike innocence. About Luke's age, you know, my my my, my grandpa Joe Jack um, was was in South Mississippi, lived lived in Wiggins, Mississippi, um, and he was looking out looking out his window, uh, and, and they lived on a farm, and he saw a varmint walking around, black and white varmint. So you kind of know where this is going, right? Black and white varmint, not Pepe Le Pew, right? The pe- yeah. So he he looks at his his dad and he says, "What is that?" Didn't know what it was. Didn't know exactly what it did. And he said, why don't you go out there and knock that thing in the head and see what happens? And, of course, being the childlike innocence like Luke would be as a nine-year-old, um, he goes out there and he knocks that thing, thing in the head and he figures out real quick what a skunk is. He said he smelled like a skunk for weeks because of that. But you look at that and the childlike innocence has been taken away from 18 to 22-year-olds. You know, the days of Rex, I would assume that you would run through a wall for Washtenaw Baptist, right? David, I know you'd run through a wall for the University of Arkansas. Just like myself, I bleed purple, I would run through a wall for UCA. Well, things have changed. Things have changed. They're not the same, you know. You look at these young student athletes, they've got the ability to bounce when they want to bounce. They've got the ability to make money, which is awesome. I'm a big advocate and a promoter of the NIL. Um, but it's taken away the pride. It's taken away the, the, uh, the want to and will to do whatever it takes for my team um, because what's the flavor going to be tomorrow? Well, I think what we've done at the University of Central Arkansas, we, we have developed a culture that still has pride. I believe that we've developed a culture that still wants to run through, run through a wall for each other. And I go back to, I think we've got an image. Do we have that image? Uh, Let's go to this image. So this image right here tells me a lot. And I've talked about this game a lot and, and slowly put it up there. You know, we're, we're, we're in a situation right here where the UCA Bears could have quit, could have pointed fingers, easily could have, uh, could, could, could have uh, threw the tallying. I mean, we're talking another touchdown by the Red And this is put on by the UCA football Twitter page, so it's even worse. Another touchdown by the Red Hawks pushes their lead to 30-6 to in the final minute of the third quarter. 
I don't blame you if you left. I said in the post-game conference, I'd have probably left too. Let's see that next image. 99.7% chance at that moment that the Southeastern Missouri Redhawks were going to beat the Bears. So if you, you want to talk about a team that isn't willing to run through a wall, that isn't willing to say, hey, how, jump how high, how, you know, run that 40, how fast do you want it, coach, then this isn't happening. You know, I think there's one more image that we have, possibly. There is the final. The Bears miraculously come back to beat SEMO 38-33. to UCA scores 32 points, six touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That's, what it's, that's, that, that's, that's a great illustration of what... That's a great illustration of what you want your team to believe. Um, in the moment, things were going our way. Did we play good football to that point? No, we wouldn't be in that situation if we did. But that's why there's 60 minutes, right? That's why, that's why you never stop believing in a young man, even if they do stub their toe. Even if, they, even if, even if a, 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 a team doesn't look like you think they're supposed to look like. What I believe is we've developed a culture and a team that is against the norm. You know, we have a, a group of young men that are back, that a good number of them could have left last year, whether for better, greener pastures, bigger opportunities, but they came back, and now we're on the brink of doing something special this year. There's a pretty good football team playing down the road 30 miles from here in Conway, Arkansas. Um, there's a pretty good football program since the year 2000 that has won more football games than any other team in this state right down the road in Conway, Arkansas. Um, and I believe it's not because of Coach Brown. It's not because of, of who we are and our team right now. I believe it's years and years and years of culture and history that has built a base and a backbone to this program that makes it so special. You know, that... The, the last five years, I've going in year six, the things that have changed as a head coach um, is, is immense. You know, when you talk about NIL, you talk about the transfer portal, you talk about going through the COVID situation in 2020, and that, that obviously lingered. Um, it's not what it looked like a decade ago. And so you adapt and you adjust. That's how you have success. You adapt and you adjust. And that's the only way you can do that. And so I, 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 I've got a good friend that reminds me of this. He's actually right up here, Sam Glover with Simmons Bank. Uh, he sends me a text, and, and all he's got to send me a text of is Brian Hoyer. You're all sitting there going, well, Brian Hoyer lost. He was a starting quarterback for the Raiders this week and lost. Well, let me fill you in on this. Brian Hoyer is 37 years old. Brian Hoyer was in the 2009 NFL draft with, with, with me. So let me fill you in on how this draft works. So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I'm, I, I get this range of where I think I could go. Right? I'm, you know, I've got an agent and all this sounds good. And, and, and things didn't go my way. Well, about the fifth, sixth round, you start getting calls from teams that say, hey, I know if you get drafted, obviously you're going to go to that franchise. But if you don't, you know, we would love to sign you as a priority free agent. Well, I had a couple calls um, that, that kind of uh, obviously piqued my interest um, and, and talked with it through with, with, with the, the representation I had. Um, and one of those calls was the New England Patriots. And if you know me, and I know um, many of you that have been around me a lot know that I'm a TB12 guy. I'm a Tom Brady guy. That, I mean, uh, it's been a sad year this year. The quarterback play in the NFL is terrible without Tom Brady in there. Um, so the Patriots called, and I, I would have an opportunity possibly to go sit in a quarterback room with, you know, someone that I believe is the greatest of all time, my favorite quarterback growing up watching, and uh, have a chance to go play for the, maybe the greatest coach of all time. Um, but, but it didn't work out that way. We decided to go with my representative to, to Jacksonville. Thought the situation was better. Um, thought I'd have a better opportunity to maybe get a third-team spot, you know, fight for a backup. Um, long story short, it didn't work out. It's okay. Um, but in hindsight, you look back, and Brian Hoyer was their next call. Brian Hoyer is 37 years old. He is still playing in the NFL, and he has signed $60 million worth of contracts. <laughs> now, I'm not saying I'm Brian Hoyer, but Brian Hoyer wouldn't have got his start without Nathan Brown, <laughs> at least with the New England Patriots. And so my good friend Sam knows that story. We have known him for a long time, and every time something comes up on Twitter or social media, Brian Hoyer signs a $10 million, $10 million two-year contract. 
It's like, that's a shame. But I say all that in saying, I sure am glad it worked out the way it did. Because I am where I am. I'm happy to be where I am. I am where my feet are. And I love the pressure. I love it. And, uh, and, and I've said this many, many times, and I truly believe this, and you guys that truly know me, um, those 218 games uh, that I've been at UCA, I'm, I'm good with doubling that. I really am. Um, this, is a, this place is special. Uh, the state of Arkansas is special. Um, it's not just UCA. It's the community of Conway. It's the central Arkansas community as well um, that makes this place so attractive to young student athletes and students to come to the University of Central Arkansas. I'm so happy to be a small ambassador to this, to this university. I'm so happy to represent my family on every single day and also give or take about 1,800 student athletes to this point in my career that have since gone on and doing different things with their life, whether it's being a doctor, whether it's being a physical therapist, a coach, a teacher, a businessman, an insurance guy. I mean, that, that's what it's about. Um, the championships are there. The rings are nice. The wins, I just said, since 2000, no team has more wins in this state than the University of Central Arkansas football program. All that's great, but all that also fades. It's about the people. It's about what your why is, and it's about being where your feet are. And I, I can't be so, couldn't be more blessed than to be where I am. So I want to thank you all again. I want to thank everybody from UCA that came and supported today. I also want to thank all you people in red. You guys are awesome, too. I've got, I've got, I've, I know a guy that can get you all a purple pole. I know a guy. And there's a, I think Arkansas is on a bye week this week. Arkansas State's a long way away. There's a big game at 4 o'clock on Saturday for the Bears to try, try to stay undefeated in the conference and continue a push at a at a at a national playoff bid and continuing the winning tradition that we've so hard have worked so hard to gain. Um, thank you guys today again. Such a blessing to be here, David Rex, and all we do here, uh, R.J. Chris. I mean, this this is an amazing event. Love doing it every year. Um, thank you guys so two, much. Two quick questions before we let him go. Two quick. Two. So you've been knocking on the door. I, I've, uh, Chris and Justin Acre have told me that this this team has could have what it takes to, to, to go to the championship. What, what is it? You've been in the game for, what, six years now. Yeah. What is it you think you've got to have, and do you have it this year? Well, I think, one, you've got to have veteran leadership, and we've got that. Um, I've got a group of, of men that, that uh, is, is uh, don't want to say senior-laden, because that doesn't really mean a lot if you don't have playing experience. I've got a playing experience football team um, led by student-athletes. Coaches can only do so much. People ask me all the time, well, coach, what adjustments did you make in that SEMO win? You know, what'd you change? What'd you do? I said, it's about the players. Those are the guys that do it. I mean, I got them. I point them in the right direction, but it's about your student athletes. I believe we've got an unbelievable group of young men. I think we've got maybe some of the best individual talent as well uh, that we have. I would say that we've got three or four guys on our roster right now, whether they're a senior to a junior, uh, that will have an NFL opportunity. Um, and that's whether that's being drafted in the mid-rounds to late rounds or getting a priority free agent opportunity. Um, and that, that's what it's about. That and, I think that, we, that, that and I think that we have got on a roll. That matters. Football is a momentum sport, whether people believe it. You think of momentum and runs in basketball. You think of it. Football is the same way. We've, we've won four straight now. Um, we've got an opportunity to play two of our last four at home, um, and we're, in, we're, we're sitting in a good spot. This team has the pedigree and makeup to go make a run at this. Last one. I, don't, I heard this. I don't know how you have time to do this. So you apparently coached Luke's Little League football team. <laughs> and you guys apparently won the Super Bowl, or so. How do you have time to do that? Number one and number two, uh, is that correct? You guys did win it all. Yeah, so we we actually won two of the last three years. We got we actually got beaten flag football this year. Luke Luke didn't come come through for me, uh, but he was coming off an injury. He was coming off an injury. But I will say this: we have since transitioned to little league tackle football. It's a uh, with the Rotary Club there in Conway, unbelievable uh, organize, organized group uh, that runs that. Um, we're sitting undefeated right now, going into the playoffs. Right? I'm just a dad at that, though. I, I, I'm one of those uh, armchair quarterbacks that has opinions in the back. I try to keep them to myself, but but I, I, I tell him what I would have done on the ride home. Right? Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. I mean, and and, and and that's one one advantage to to. Uh, uh, how, how do I say this without it sounding bad? One advantage to being the boss 
is I can control some time. I get a chance to be around my family and obviously watch Riley play soccer and Luke do football and baseball and all the things we do. And um, it, This is precious, precious years for them. I don't want to miss it. Nathan Brown, everybody. Great job, Nathan. Good luck for the rest of the season. All right, there you go, 1240. We're going to take a break. That is Nathan Brown, the head coach of the UCA Bears. Don't forget again, you get uh, Nathan Brown show tonight. Buzz 2106-7. Oh. All right, we'll uh, take our final break of the day and combine our uh, bottom of the hour and our 45, and then we'll come back and hit on a few other things. Again, if you missed it earlier, Arkansas, Florida has been announced. Not this week, but next, 11 a.m. Do we get Arkansas. a game outside of 11 a.m. the rest of the year? Yeah. Yeah, Missouri game will be like at uh, 1.30, 2.30. Okay, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <clears throat> it's Florida International. Right at 7 a.m. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, here's the deal. Free game, post game. How about cash? You know, you go over there and uh, grab yourself a bite to eat. feel a lot better by yourself afterwards. I mean, there's no reason why you should suffer just because Arkansas is not no doing doubt. what you want to do. I mean, Cash is here to help. So if you're playing a special event or you need a great lunch spot or a dinner spot, Cash in the River Market is the place. CashLittleRock.com is their website, C-A-C-H-E, LittleRock.com, or 501-850-0265, 501-850-0265. you got a great setting, and you've got uh, free valet parking and locally owned. So book parties for the holiday season. If you've got a group around 30 or so, they've got a nice setting for that. And if you want to go upstairs and take over that spot, it's up to 150 people comfortably uh, inside-outside, too, up there. So if you've got a holiday party, maybe a wedding, rehearsal, dinner, something like that, any kind of special event that you need to book some space for, Cash is here to help. And, again, a great wide variety on the menu, everything from soup, salads, wraps, and pizzas to fine dining options in the evening with steaks and seafood. So go by and see our friends at Cash and Little Rock. Long established, great place in the mar- river market. And, uh, hey, it's a Chris Beard favorite. Guy knows his way around restaurants. So there you go. 1242, we'll be back and wrap it after this. The Buds is your home for Arkansas Razorback football coverage each week and is brought to you by Expressway Airport Parking, Parker Cadillac, Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, Network Services Group, Edwards Food Giant, and AR Care. 103.7 The Buzz, the Hogs play here. Sports in the Major League Baseball playoffs over the weekend, the Phillies took a 3-2 lead in the NLCS with their 6-1 win over the Diamondbacks on Saturday night. They can punch their ticket to their second straight World Series if they win tonight's game. First pitch will be at 4:07 on CBS. The Rangers forced Game 7 in the ALCS last night, beating the Astros 9-2. First pitch for that game will be on Fox at 7:03. If the Astros and Phillies win tonight, it will be a rematch of the 2022 World Series, which saw Houston win it all. And tonight on Monday Night Football, the Vikings will host the 49 with kickoff set for 7.15. Coverage can be heard on The Buzz. Join in progress at 8 o'clock. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. The end of the year is going to be here before you know it. You know what that means. Great deals on a new ride. Alcoa Community FCU has some of the most aggressive auto loan rates in central Arkansas. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org for your next auto loan. The best way to show up for tailgate season is with Mark McClarty Ford. Come see one of the largest selections of the best tailgating vehicles stadium parking lots have ever seen. And right now, take a whopping $12,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. That's $12,000 off. All with a five-star legendary car buying experience. Come visit Mark McClarty Ford today off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. Better prices, even better customer service. This is a pigskin preacher bringing you the word. Most of us just shake our heads at the romance between Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey and cultural juggernaut Taylor Swift. The satirical outfit The Babylon Bee, sort of a Christian version of The Onion, announced Taylor Swift traded to the Jets. In a traumatic upset for the sporting world, Taylor Swift has been traded from the Chiefs to the Jets, where she will begin dating tight end Tyler Conklin. (laughs) And here we just all assume that the Jets' suffering couldn't get any worse. The Swifties are sure to have an opinion about this one way or the other. You know those folks. 
Don't get mad at me, Swifties. Come on into a Double B's where you will be taken care of like family. And Clinton or Cabot get some Baskin Robbins ice cream. And Rosebud, grab a delicious hot plate lunch. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Emily and her friends were driving to a party. And they were texting. It's Jen. Oh, tell her we're on our way. Wow, get this. Tom's there. (laughs) Nobody likes being stopped by the police. But if I had seen her texting while driving and given her a ticket, it just may have saved her life. You drive, you text, you pay. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot Springs or online at RazorbackCamperSales.com. Unless you've been living under a rock. You've heard of the current turmoil in the auto industry. Rising used car prices and declining new car inventory is clearly a real possibility. But this month, Watney Chevrolet strikes back with 0% on 2023 Silverados. Call 501-982-2102. Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville anticipated today's car climate months ago by ordering extra new inventory and assembling a fleet of quality used cars. Call 501-982-2102. Trade now because prices could soon be headed in the wrong direction. Plus, get the relief of no payments until after New Year's. Watney Chevrolet will get you right before the storm on the horizon. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. For more than a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Saturday, October 28th, make your way down to the Pine Bluff Regional Park for the Sissy's Log Cabin Smoke on the Water Championship, presented by Saracen Casino, one of the world's largest barbecue championships. This year's event is highlighted by the onstage tribute to Jimmy Buffett from Bluffett and his Son of a Sailor Band, a show that can't be missed with costumes, props, and conga lights, all the looks and sounds of Margaritaville. Music, barbecue, food trucks, vendors, and games for the kids, it can't be missed. For more information, visit SmokeOnTheWaterBBQ.com. This ad paid for with accommodations, take funds in Arkansas's land, of Legends Tourism Association funds. It's Kayak Chaos at Arts Marine. Pick your perfect kayak from their large inventory and start exploring the natural state. Right now, get 20% off feel-free kayaks. We also slash prices on Mokin 10 and Lure 10 kayaks. Your granddaddy trusted Arts Marine, so should you. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a... A midday sports talk show host in Little Rock, Arkansas. We are living the dream every day here on The Zone. Now, let's see what the fellas are up to. I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire may still be torn and tattered, but in my heart I'd be a king, your love is all that ever mattered, it's all right, 12.50, wrapping things up here from Little Rock Touchdown Club, uh, thanks to Coach Brown for coming by, good speech to the Touchdown Club, a couple Q&A's. And, again, they are home if you're interested in watching a little football locally. 
They are playing Tarleton State on Saturday. That game kicks at 4 o'clock. Some Southern Structural Solutions text line offerings. J.K. says, Nathan gets me hyped up, and I'm 70. I love him. I love him, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it just me, says this person from the 870, or is Coach Brown interviewing for the OC job right now? No, I think he's good where he is. He said that. 218 games? Yes, as a player, coach, or assistant. He wants 218 more. I love it. Uh, Eddie says, this season sucks. I've gone fishing in Port Aransas. Aran- 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 Aransas. Aransas. Uh-huh. I've, I've seen the sign before. Yeah. What goes on down there? Fishing. Uh, there's one more to say why they would not seek any input from Coach Kelly. Ego. Yeah, he's the only coach with an ego. So you're right. That would be a terrible fit. Or their ego. No. I think they meant his, but maybe uh, not. Maybe their ego. Maybe. Uh, KJ doesn't want to be fixed. He's having too much fun driving around in his Corvette. Oh, Ooh. boy. That's what you get. That's yeah. That's what you get. That's part of the deal nowadays. Okay. I thought Coach Pittman made a good point when he said this, quote, with Dan Enos not here anymore, that doesn't mean all of our problems are solved. We've got offensive line issues, running back issues, tight end issues. We all have to coach better. That's true. But they do feel like that by simplifying the offense and having a guy with some energy that gets the guys offensively playing with their hair on fire a little bit, that this is going to be an improvement. That's what they're hoping. Hope so. And they believe. This comes in for the 501. Big money schools will start poaching our best players. We can't afford them or a top-tier coach. Arkansas is falling short, I think, in the NIL from what I've been told. The other piece of the puzzle is that uh, there's going to be some concern about keeping assistants that you do want to keep for next year, I would think. That's true. Yeah. So we'll see if that uh, comes to pass. Yes. Um, so if there were plays with guys running open and the quarterback's not throwing it to him, it sounds like the quarterback's the problem more than the OC to me. Yeah, somebody argued that today. They're like, well, how's he supposed to operate as an OC with a bad offensive line and a quarterback who's not playing very well? Well, part of the reason of the firing, Coach Pittman said, is we're we're trying we're putting too much on their plate. We're not just running the plays that are working. And he also said we had I think I can't remember the number now seventeen or eighteen. Passes thrown from the um, pocket. Yep. He said, we can't do that. Offensively, you know, they know their challenges offensively with the offensive line, with the running backs picking up the blitz. They have to move the pocket. They have to get K.J. out of the pocket. He said, we can't do that that many times. Why are we not moving? He said this before. Why are they not, you know, moving the pocket? Yep. Well, you're the head coach. Yep. You know, if he's not listening to you, then you've got to make a change. Sayonara. Yeah. Uh, This is what really gets me, guys, says this person from the 501. We've had winnable games this year against somewhat of a down year in the SEC. We haven't gotten it done because of a terrible offense. We have one of the easier schedules that we've had in recent years. I don't know about that. Uh, Oh, coming at us next year. Okay. And I'm scared to death that we're in a position that we may be in the same position next year. That's the thing you cannot have. Yeah. So I, that's up to, to Hunter Juracek to decide. Like, you're going to have to make me, convince me that you're going to get an OC that's going to change things. Convince yep. me and keep Coach Williams. Convince me and keep enough players. Convince me you can bring in additional talent. Convince me you can fix the offensive line. Convince me you can get a playmaker receiver. Convince me quarterback play will be improved. Convince me of those things and we're not going to have an issue. But you cannot afford to go back next year. And I know Hunter Juracek, and unlike Sam has been at times, he is a take-the-bull-by-the-horns kind of guy, and he is not going to tolerate this crap for another season. Because every other program is kicking butt, and this one's not even taking names. Yeah, uh, Coach said Pittman in his press conference that he had several phone calls from people wanting to be the offensive coordinator. He did not want to go that route right now because that would mean blowing up the rest of the year to learn a new offense. He said that's why they went inside. He'll worry about hiring an offensive coordinator when the season's over. And if Kenny Guyton does a good job, he'll be considered. <sighs> Uh, James says, I'm sorry, I meant to say Coach Pittman's ego. Oh, he says his ego is too big yeah. to coach. Uh, Had a high school coach come in and help him out? He does have one year of college experience. Like uh, John Neighbors in studio, getting ready for uh, today's Out of Bounds show. It should be a ton of fun. I want to give John a pat on the back, who has done, uh, John's done some great work on our video, and I appreciate him fixing whatever problem was last week, John. Good work on that. But uh, rough weekend. What do you think of the basketball game? <laughs> Uh, that's the really only thing that mattered to me, uh, but it was pretty enjoyable. Great crowd, great uh, coaching, great play, great Because Arkansas is things. what, John? Because so, Arkansas is a basketball school. 
That is correct, sir. Yeah. And you would say so. Yeah. I felt that way, and it's starting to look more and more like it each and every day. 11 of 34. Is that okay from three? How'd you feel about the shooting? Uh, it's not okay. I want perfection. I want well, I want them to get every shot. 34. That's right. Yeah. If they're going to do that. No, but I mean, listen, it's you got Brazil, you can tell it's still going to take them a little bit to, to get back in the swing of going up against competition. He still has got his athleticism. He's still got his burst. He's got – they got options offensively. Like, that's the thing that I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes because, you know, the past few years you really would only have one, maybe one and a half players you could rely on to get offense. And this time around they got – at least three or four guys that can go for 18 to 20 points each and every night. Not saying they will, but they're capable of it. So it's just a matter of how is that going to work and how is Musk going to deal with having that many guys who can play offense. Defense is, is important, of course, but yes. the offense is going to be what makes this team go from being another tournament team that goes a little bit or to being a national championship contender. Christian, you want to update our question of the day real quick before we hand it off to Out of Bounds? Our questions of the day today. Does Arkansas win more than one game the rest of the season? The results of that question are John, what's 54% say you? no. Uh, I mean, if you right now, no. I mean, I'm, I'm saying no. Okay. Because it's, it's, you had your shot against it. Like, I just witnessed a 7-3 to three football game. My hand before God. I was there in, in, the, in the stadium, and I got to witness that game. I didn't Not even get too. to see the field goal. I was trying to get into the game. It was, it was late. The lines were long. I, didn't even, I saw 57 minutes of scoreless football on a beautiful day in October. That's talent. That's the good talent. news is you had plenty of time to go drink afterwards because God knows you probably needed it. Yeah, well, I think there were people that were wanting to see if uh, jumping off of the stadium up top would be able to be a high enough thing to end it all because it was that bad. But, man, it was – I felt bad for everybody because the crowd was good. Like, the, yeah. the, the weather was – it was actually hot. It was weird. It was wow. uh, such a – such a fun time for, for that aspect. But, yeah, at least it got over with quick, fast, and in a hurry, and he had the rest of the afternoon to solve. And what are people watching tonight, Christian? Um, 33% of listeners are watching the NLCS ALCS. In second place, at 25% is neither. 40, uh, 24, the other option was, of course, 49ers, Vikings. And that got 24%. Okay. John, will you watch football, basket, or football, baseball, or neither tonight? I'll have both on my side TV. Okay. I'll, I'll do that. I got All some. Right. I got some movies and shows I got to catch up with. Yep. Who you have on today? Who you catching up with? Uh, well, today we're actually going to do uh, some baseball stuff too. Just try to get everybody's mind right uh, because, uh, of course, Chris Gordy normally joins us, but he's there covering the World Series for Houston and the Astros and following him around. So uh, he's going to come on and join us a little bit to talk about it. I know we'll have uh, the latest up-to-date audio from Sam Pittman from Dan Enos. I'm talking about Dan Enos and his firing and has some interesting comments, not only what went into it, but also why it went wrong. So you won't want to miss that to open up the show. Quick uh, last game ball, Wes. Highest attendance in fair history. Arkansas State Fair, way to go. Yeah, that's <clears> awesome. 559,000 set a new record for the 10-day run. Yeah, apparently the new kitty curfew was a big hit with people, and uh, it resulted in, you know. Pickup trucker number, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Maumel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. 